This is the FCB Radio Network, home of the best personalities and where real talk lives. Online at fcbradio.com. FCB. They freed us all from tyranny. Risked everything for liberty. And they thought so we would be America, land of the Welcome to a special episode of the Growing Patriot Podcast. It's almost Christmas 2021 as I'm recording this, and I wanted to talk a little bit about what Christmas was like in colonial times. So I'm joined by a special guest today just for a little overview of that holiday cheer. Hi, um, I'm Ken Torino. Um, I work for Historic New England. Uh, We're a regional organization that owns 38 historic house museums in almost every single state in uh, New England, except Vermont, where we have an office. Um, And I get to do a lot of different kinds of things, which makes my work really exciting. I work with communities on projects, and I get to work on exhibitions. Uh, So that's a little bit about my work job. That is great. That sounds like a a fun job being around history all day. I think so, it is. I feel I super lucky to be able to do this. Absolutely. So I know that you are something of a historical Christmas expert, and we would love to hear about Christmas during colonial times. So I know that in some places it you weren't even allowed to celebrate. Yeah, you know, it's an interesting uh, it, it's an interesting question because it depends on where you were in the New World. Um, we here, I'm based in New England and Boston, we tend to think you know, that it's the center of the world. Uh, but in the 17th century, let's not forget that the uh, Spanish had already settled California, Florida, New Mexico, and they brought with them very religious-oriented Christmas traditions. Now, in the south, southern colonies, Virginia, for example, they were more of the Episcopalian Church of England um, persuasion uh, than New England, which was essentially Puritan. So in the 17th and 18th century in, uh, let's say, Virginia, uh, they did celebrate. Um, It consisted of visiting uh, friends around the Christmas and New Year holiday, not just Christmas, visiting friends, lots of, um, there could be music, uh, there would be some gift giving, um, and it also um, involved lots of food and drink. And that's pretty much keeping in with what it was like in England. Now, here in in New England, it was a totally different it was a totally different situation. What happened here is that the Puritans were in rule, uh, as they were in the 17th century for a while in England with Cromwell. And Christmas celebration was frowned on. Uh, the Puritans thought that two things. The Bible does not say December 25th was Christ's birthday. So why are you celebrating on December 25th? And they found the Church of England and English festivities way too rowdy. 
So mm-hmm. one year after the colonists landed at Plymouth, Governor William Bradford found the um, population out gaming and reveling in the streets. Those are his words. And he ordered them right back to work on Christmas Day. So Christmas does become outlawed in the colony of Massachusetts um, in the 1650s. It it only lasts for about a decade or so, um, but the feeling of suppressing Christmas because it was a rowdy, drinking, uh, celebratory time um, persisted for years and years, well into the 19th century. So... You know, again, it depended on where you were on, in the colonial period and how you celebrated Christmas. Wow, that's interesting. We've talked a lot about how different regions, you know, live different kinds of lives, and that really puts that into perspective. You talked about celebrating New Year's was also something special. Does that have to do with the 12 days of Christmas? Um, you know, uh, that. That is more an English custom, and, and you don't really hear it referred to in the, in the literature um, about Christmas in America, the 12 days of Christmas. Um, but New Year's, you know, was New Year's in, let's say, the 18th century was more of a holiday than Christmas. And it wasn't a major holiday at all, um, but it was still... Um, visiting friends, both Christmas and New Year's were regular working well oh. into the um, 19th century. So people worked, you know. Joseph Fly was out in his shoe shop killing hogs, uh, out, out in his yard where he had a shoe shop, mm-hmm. killing hogs on Christmas Day. You know, that's yeah. what they a work day, you know. Mm-hmm. Certain churches might have um, a, uh, you know, a service, certain. Um, but the Congregational Church, which were the descendants of the Puritans, would not, would not have a service on Christmas. So what's really interesting about the celebration of Christmas is how it slowly grew and changed over time to become the Christmas we know today. It didn't happen all at once. And it happened in different times and in different ways in different parts of the country. You know, like you said, it changed and grew, and Christmas today probably looks very different. But there are some things that you mentioned that, especially with that Southern-style Christmas, we definitely still have today. You know, it's the time to be together. You said singing songs, eating lots of food. So I think there might have been some things that, that we would still recognize. I, I think uh, I think you hit it. You, you hit it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the um, the socializing and food ways. Uh, yeah, especially you know in the South. And remember, with the the Spanish, um, there were whole you know there were rituals that went along with the church and also mm-hmm. the French. Let's not forget in Louisiana early on, they would um, they would have elaborate dinner, again, getting up back to food, um, after midnight mass, they're called revillion, if I could pronounce it correctly. So, uh, so yeah, that is one thing. I think that's really a good point, that there is that element of, to some degree, seeing people, especially in the South and then in the West, 
um, in Florida um, and other Catholic uh, settlements. Yeah. With the music, you know, now to, today we have Christmas carols. Were there anything like that then, like songs that were specifically for Christmas? Yeah, you know, that, that's, again, a, a really, really good question. Now, in England, you, you did, and I'm a big fan of medieval and early Renaissance music. In fact, I'm mm-hmm. going to a concert tomorrow night. And okay. um, there's a whole retinue of Christmas music. But it was mainly um, originally settled upon the Catholic Church, um, mm-hmm. and then it and other. I shouldn't say just the Catholic Church, but in the 17th, 16th, and 17th century, it would have been the Catholic Church. And then other denominations, yes, did have uh, Christmas music, and we did have. It's interesting. Some um, some composers here. Again, I'm in Massachusetts, um, in Newburyport, and in that area, that were composing Christmas music, even though, as I said, Christmas was not widely celebrated. So there's a whole catalog of Christmas music that goes back to medieval times. Um, and the Christmas carols that we know today, you know, some date back to the colonial period, or the colonial period at least, um, they were brought over from England. So, wow. yeah, there, what, was, there was some music. What are some of those songs that we might recognize today? The, um, the only, I don't remember the title, but the only example, and I think you might know this, that carried over and was used here, but your listeners will all know the song, about Piggy, uh, Piggy Pudding. Uh, oh, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh, okay. And and the the line is, I won't go until I get some. I won't go until I get some. Mm-hmm. Um, so give me some Piggy Pudding. <laughs> uh, and what that has to do, again, goes back to the English tradition of rowdiness. And in New York, which is originally Dutch, as mm-hmm. you know, and then taken over, um, and in Philadelphia, that rowdiness persisted. There were newspaper accounts of people literally breaking down doors, demanding food, drink, begging. I won't go until mm. I get some. I won't go until I get some. So that dates back. And, and I, I can't, music is not the area I focus in on my research, so I, wish, I can't tell you more there. One thing I did want to say is, speaking about the Mid-Atlantic and Philadelphia in particular, um, is a little bit later than you're talking about, but not by much. Mm-hmm. By uh, the early 1800s, uh, German immigrants had brought the Christmas tree to America. And the very first image, which is a painting by John Lewis Crimmel we have, was done around, around 1812 in the Philadelphia countryside. Um, so you're having this, uh, Charles Dickens called it a pretty German toy, um, the Christmas tree starting to take root, no pun intended, in America. It's cool. It's, I always love in history things like that, that you know, they, it can seem like a whole different world and so far away, but things like having a Christmas tree and getting together with your family and singing these songs, 
you know, we're all, we've all just been people all the way through. We're all connected like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, you know, we are social people. So mm-hmm. we look for, and that's the, one of the roles that holidays play in our lives, is to allow us, you know, to be with friends and family at these special times. And certainly, you know, that's true of, of what Christmas has become. Well, I really enjoyed learning all about colonial Christmas and the the ways that it's the same and the way that things have certainly changed a lot through the centuries. Thank you so much for joining us today, Ken. Well, I am very happy, and I'll (laughs) wish all of your listeners happy holidays and Merry Christmas. And to you, too. We had some sound issues with this episode, but I hope you still enjoyed learning all about how Christmas was celebrated in colonial time. Visit growingpatriots.com for videos, coloring pages, and other things that go along with this episode and every episode. And visit us at growingpatriots.com to check out the books as well. You can also find us at Growing Patriots on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks! us all from tyranny, risked everything for liberty, and they thought so we would be America, land of the free. Distributed by FCB Radio Network.